This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Hello and welcome back to the Sunday special episode of the U Up podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. We love a Sunday special, right? Love it. Perfect episode to send to a friend. Throw it on a YouTube. Throw it on your TV. You can watch while you're doing all your Sunday errands, all that kind of shit. I love (laughs) when we get sent the Instagram story of someone watching on their TV. Like, I think that is so cool. And it looks Same. good. It's got the bright colors. So if you go get subscribed to YouTube, airplay it to your TV, it's a whole new way to enjoy the podcast. Totally. I feel like a movie star. Right. I see that. <laughs> that's a, that's Even though us. it's just streaming. The, the movie stars. Um, before we get into it, I'm on the road, people. I would love for you to come to a show, jaredfree.com. If you're listening right now, I'm going to be in Vancouver, Irvine, Indianapolis. Spokane has been added to the calendar. Spokane, Ooh. Washington. That's right. Ring that bell. Oklahoma City, Dublin, Belfast, London, Copenhagen, Amsterdam, Berlin, Oslo, and the Oslo of America. Nashville, Tennessee. So I'm all across this great planet of ours. Um, I'm excited. I love I love when you read the list of cities because I learn how to pronounce them. When well, you well, I hope I'm them. doing it. You're learning from me. I, the the blind okay. leading the blind. I've I've in my head I read it as I would always I always thought it was Spokane. Spokane makes more sense. It, uh, listen, we're about to find out which one it is from the okay. DMs. I, I, I thought it was Spokane, but yeah, it's a tough place to get to. I've been there before. Um, I've only been to Seattle. Is it close to Seattle? It's a flight away. You got to go inland oh. to Spokane. Uh, Seattle's okay. great. I love. I mean, you know, I'm a big. We did a show there. It was great. We love love Seattle. Love Tacoma. I I'm a fan of Tacoma. That that the. the I like Tacoma because all the people in Seattle talk shit about the Tacoma people, and it's actually like seems like a pretty great place to live. Like it's like, like like they share They're the, the same airport. Like I, it's just cheaper. Okay, interesting. I don't really know anything about the the Tacoma Spokane uh, <laughs> feud. Right. No, but t- I'll take your word for it. Tacoma and <laughs> Seattle have this weird feud, and it just seems like Tacoma is. The same type of living as Seattle, except cheaper. I don't understand, and it feels like the Seattle. I'm sure pe- you're about to get a lot of people tell you what the difference right. is. Right. Well, they have this thing called the Tacoma aroma. They claim it smells, and it's not even a smell. There's no smell. Like I guess there used to be factories there where the town of Tacoma would smell, and then the you know the snobby Seattle people would talk about them like they were Fraser Crane up in their penthouse suites. <laughs> And that is what I think. It's weird that that's still my number one association with Seattle is uh, is Frasier. Oh my god, great show! Did you watch Frasier? Uh, I watched some episodes. Yeah, when I was a kid, I, I watched some. And a great theme song. Great. The yeah. uh, uh, fr- what is it? How does it go? I, it's like on the tip of my tongue. 
Do you know the theme song? I'd, I'd know it if I heard it. But I. Hey, baby, I hear the blues are coming. Hey, baby, I hear oh, the yeah. blues a like calling. Toss salad and scrambled eggs. Oh, my mercy. And maybe I seem a bit confused. Yeah, maybe. But I got you pegged. Ha, 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 ha. But I don't know what to do with those tossed salads and scrambled eggs. They're calling again. You remember that? Yeah, that's look, <laughs> Yes. That was a good that was a good intro. I forgot about it. It's like kind of jazzy. Yeah. Jazzy. And it always felt like he was singing that song, but I don't know if it was him. Oh. I always pictured it like a an elderly like black man. Really? Singing the song. Is Interesting it, where our brains go. I, so. I thought it was funny. That was my vi- that was my visual. Um, well, great song I, though. Great. How are you? How's oversharing? I've got nothing but good feedback from our episode. We loved having you on. It was such a great episode. Um, you're going to have to come back as a friend of the podcast um, oh. at, at some point. And sorry, reached out to me. Yes, sorry. Or Sari, Sari, which is her name, the way that her name is pronounced, um, who was on our triggered segment from, if you know, you know, if you listen to that ever sharing episode, you know, that was our triggered segment. Um, and she, yeah, she reached out and she said that she thought it was funny. So everyone, cause I, I, I did see a couple emails in the oversharing email that was like people offended on her behalf. Really? <laughs> good. So it's good to know that she thought it was funny. She did think it was funny. She was laughing along and she says, I'm just going to go with the flow. Maybe we helped her. We helped a family that day. So um, also, I have a red flag deal breaker for you from me. You ready? Let's hear it. I went on a date, okay? And I chose a place. Great bar, by the way. Can I give a plug? Yes, Plug City. Let's plug, go to plug City. Milady um, in Soho-ish. Okay. I think you and Mike would love it. Milady, spell M apostrophe lady. Milady. And I think it okay. existed before the pandemic, then they shut down and they've reopened. Beautiful bar, beautiful booths, chill. So I say meet at Milady. Nice. Okay. And it's a cocktail bar. They don't, you know, it's like that's what it is. And I get there and I'm like, nice to meet you. And then they're like, and I'm like, they give us the menu, which is a very cocktail-y guy in you know the white shirt gonna shake him up and do him and say okay she go i go well uh what are you gonna get and she's like oh i'm not doing dry january but i'm not really a drinker and i'm like and you know it's loud so i'm like okay she said she's not doing dry january but and she's also saying i'm not a drinker which i'm like okay cool and and i kind of was like i am i you know i i, I drink <laughs> um right and then I have she, an alcohol problem. Yeah, I, uh, I have an issue. <laughs> what a way to open the date. I, <laughs> I am a drinker. You know, so. um, you know, I'm being fun with it. And then yeah. she's I, I kind of can't hear her. And she's like, ah, you know, I'd rather I'd, 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 I'd so rather do shrooms than have drinks. And I'm like, uh, okay. And I know shrooms are like kind of in the zeitgeist, and they're more in right now. It's in, especially in the comedy community. I heard, a, I hear a lot of shroom talk, so it's not as like jarring to me. That's not something I've yeah. ever, I've never done them. I, I, I just, 
you know, and microdosing is big. No judgment, but I'm like, okay, I guess that's her sly way of letting me know, like, this is something I like to do. Fine. And then I go to order the, and then I see the bartender give her, and I, I couldn't hear her because I just. So put, what did she order? Club soda, splash of crayon. Okay. And I'm like, oh. And she goes, no, I'm just not. And she repeated the shrooms thing and not drinking. And it's like, it's a Wednesday night, you know? And I'm like, okay, you know, I would have liked to have known before. Right. I think that's fair that you would have known before, especially like you picked a cocktail bar. It's a night activity. Like that's sort of, I think that's something that, I guess it's good to know if you're, if you're a listener and you're sober, obviously absolutely nothing wrong with that. Um, but I think that it's good to set up the date with that expectation. Well, I would also not like to drink my calories on a Wednesday too. You know, like it's like I wasn't, you know, at that point I felt a little oh, did bit you like order a drink. Yeah, I'm out. Right. I mean, at that point, am I going to get two club sodas at a cocktail? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> They're going to kick you out. Right. I, I don't know. I was just like, I had already gotten my brain over the, like, listen, let, let's start at nobody wants to go out and drink on a Wednesday night. Let's start at that. Like, I, we're happy we have, but like, I, you know, the idea that like, you know what it kind of felt like? It felt like I was being like kind of tested. It, it didn't feel, it, okay. felt, it felt like it was like, well, let me not, let me see if you well, it was it was kind of like let me see if you if you deserve my drinking nights. <laughs> you know, like That's what it felt. I'm sure it wasn't that. I'm sure that wasn't what it was. Okay. But well, I could see why it would feel that way. Sure. Maybe maybe I I know that sounds dramatic, but it, it maybe mm-hmm. it just felt like like well, it's like to tell me I do drink. I'm not doing dry January. I'd rather do shrooms than drink. Okay, well why I guess this wasn't one of those right. nights. Maybe where mention that. Mention that before the date. I would have like, done coffee. Doing, let, yeah, right. Let's say like you said, oh, let's get drinks this night, whatever. And she and she had said, by the way, um, I'm okay to go, but also just so you know, like I'm not, uh, I'm not really drinking that much this week, or right. t- I'd rather not drink tonight. Do you mind either like? Let's say she was like, but I'm happy to go to the to the to the bar. I would would've, you, I how would've would've said, you have felt about that? Well, I guess I would have said, let's do something else. Let's do something different. Like right. this isn't the date that makes us both have the most fun. Like I would have said, like, let's go get coffee on the weekend or something. Let's like go for a walk. Like let's right. do something where if you're and also, you know what it made it feel like, I guess, not that I didn't deserve that this was like this wasn't her fun night. <laughs> this was business. <laughs> You know, like, right. you know, like, and it's like, I'm there to I, like chill and have fun and like, whatever, like, let's uh, get to know each other. Like, yeah. I mean, if a guy asked me on a date and he wasn't drinking, I would feel just like a little bit like, again, if he didn't say anything before the date, I would feel like, okay, well, like now I'm kind of like, I'm not going to, I feel weird getting a drink alone or like, I wish, again, I wish I had kind of known that before the date. Right. Because you go into it with a certain energy. And again, I don't want anyone to feel like discouraged from soberly dating. I just think it's like important to relay it in the right way. In the same way where like if you were like, let's go ice skating. And then you got to the ice skating rink and she was like, oh, I actually like, um, I'm not ice skating tonight. Right. Right. No, that's it. <laughs> I think that's a, be- that's a perfect way to put it because right. I'm not looking to force someone to ice skate. 
Like I, you know, like I, and also I don't want to fucking ice skate. I'm doing this because I was like doing the appropriate thing. Like, and that's the thing, like you're told right. make a plan. So if you don't like the, right. If you don't like the idea, say that you don't like the idea before you actually go. Right. Hey, I'm actually not drinking. Can we do a different type of date? Right. No problem. I'm not ice skating this week. Right. <laughs> My ankle hurts. Right. I, <laughs> I don't do any triple axles during the week. I don't know. I, I, I had this like moment of like. I was like, and we had a fine time. It was a nice time. Nice to meet them. But like, I was like, you know, it it was almost like, you know, their comfortability was put ahead of mine, which is what they should do. But I, there was no thought of my comfortability. I think it's just something to mention before you go on a date to a, is it a restaurant or was it a cocktail bar? Milady is as cocktail bar as it gets to me in my All mind. Right. Yeah. Yeah, if it's a cocktail bar, the thing you go there for is cocktails. You should just give someone a heads up if you're not drinking. I think that's totally fair. Right. Well, but also like why is it as fun for them to go to some place that that is specialized in cocktails? Right? I, it doesn't help either of us. You know, unless I'm there for, you know, I I guess I'm there to be tested. I don't know. Like Right. I don't know if it was a test. I think she was probably like Wanted to go on the date with you. You suggested this place. And then she was like, yeah, I could go on the date and just not drink and it'll be fine. Right. I, I, and well, I think that's it, probably it, as much as she thought about it. Well, it is just funny that like, you know, as far as like in people pleasing mode, as I tend to do, like when I go on a date, if I cancel a date, it's because I don't want to. I've canceled so many dates on the idea of like, I'm not going to be a fun hang. I don't feel good drinking tonight. I don't like my body. I don't like how I'm feeling right now. I'd rather cancel than put someone through that. Right. Or force myself to have a drink on a night where I just need to fucking chill. Yeah. I think there's other ways to have gone about it, but I don't think it was like, I don't think she was thinking about you as part of that decision at all. I don't think she thought you would care. Well, that, that bothers me too. You know, like I wasn't well, thought not, about it not all. a match for you. Right. Well, it's not a match for you. So deal breaker. I, so <laughs> if you're like me and shudder at the thought of low rise jeans and pluck thin eyebrows making a comeback, you're a millennial. And if you're a millennial, it's time to add Clarins multi-active cream to your daily routine. I have to tell you, I'm a huge Clarins fan. I've been using them for years. I love, love, love them. They are such high quality. They're like a legacy brand. My skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarins products. And it's no different with the Clarins multi-active cream. You've been adulting for a while, so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news, Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarins has a long legacy of creating industry-first, plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and Sea Holly Bio Extract, Clarins Multi-Active Cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While Multi-Active Cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to Clarins.com slash UUP and get Multi-Active Day and Night Cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash UUP with promo code UUP, Clarins.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. Summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. 
Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quinn sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. Nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at lumideodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is going to totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda-free, paraben-free, and pH-balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. You want to do the email? Let's do it. Okay. Jay and Jay, I've been listening to the podcast since the beginning and really appreciate what you both have been putting out there. I genuinely believe that it's changed my perspective on absolutely a better dater who owns my standards because of you both, which is great unless you your standard is going on a date and not having a drink. <laughs> <laughs> I am the worst. It was a nice time. It was a nice time. I am the worst at making a long story short, but I will do my best here. I'm 32 and I went on a date with a 27, almost 28-year-old guy in November. Great date and immediately fell into a consistent and healthy start. Talking daily, but not all day. Making plans and taking it slow, but steady. Historically, I have liked to go all in quickly. Anxious, typical. And I was surprised at how calm and safe I was feeling as we were getting to know each other. I've done a ton of self-work and feel that that... Also had to do with my new and improved dating attitude, but he was definitely a part of my feeling of stability. About a month and a half in, we hit our first road bump at dinner when he expressed a fear of being back in a serious relationship. He had gotten out of a seven-year relationship a year ago and began, that began his freshman year of college, and the breakup was very difficult for him, despite him being the one who chose to end it. 
We talked about how he had pictured his life going to a certain place. He thought they would get married, etc. This was the first time he expressed this fear to me. I doubled down on what I wanted, serious relationship on the horizon, but not yet, looking for the right person and enjoying getting to know each other at, at the pace we are right now. And he agreed. Okay. <laughs> she basically says she's down for whatever. Right. He agreed, but it's fine. Okay. I've always been in that headspace after a serious breakup, so I understood, and it didn't make me feel the need to go back to back away as long as I was being honest about what I was looking for down the line. My reveal. I wouldn't really call this her reveal, but I'll let her have that one. Well, this he was revealed. Last, yeah, this was his reveal, not her reveal. She, well, me. that she, sometimes happens. You'll say something she, like, like I've been in that position where you're like, hey, I'm looking for, I'm not really, I'm getting afraid of this. I'm feeling like this is maybe moving too fast for me or I'm looking for something where you you say to someone, you know, this is very early for me and certain things don't matter to me. And they go, they go, well, yeah, of course. And you're looking for something serious, right? And you're like, oh, you didn't listen to what this, I'm, <laughs> I'm telling you something. You know what I mean? Like they, I've had versions right. of but that. But that wasn't that person's reveal. This was your reveal. Right. Right, right, you have yeah. to okay. You have, you have to listen to a reveal. You have to I think something yes. guys are very good at is hearing a woman say to them, "I'm feeling this way," and then them going, "I'm not there." And that's why the reveal works for a lot of guys cuz they go, "Fuck, I'm going to disappoint this person who is there." But I guess maybe it it it's a reverse because the re- this is a reveal that I am not as far along as maybe I should be. Right. A reveal doesn't have to be positive. A right. reveal can be anything you want it to be. A reveal is saying how you you're revealing how you currently feel about the situation, which he did, and then she lied, right. which she said, "I doubled down on what I, I want a serious relationship on the horizon, but not yet. Not true. Looking right. for the right person, enjoying getting to know each other at the pace right now. To me, that's the relationship. That's a relationship. Yes, yeah, that's, a re- that's her trying to say I want to. Re- I want this to go towards a relationship without saying that explicitly for fear of scaring the person away. When you say to someone, "I want this to go towards a relationship," guess what? You're in a relationship. That's what a relationship is. It's going towards something. Yeah, always evolving. Okay. So this was our last date prior to the holiday break, and we weren't going to see each other for about a week. I figured this could be where he takes the time to think and realize he didn't want to get into something. But instead, we continued to talk every day. And when he returned to the city, I picked it. It picked up in pace. We started seeing each other more frequently and began having end of the day phone calls. He started them. I was happy and content. And since it was only slightly over two months, I felt I was progressing naturally and didn't really need to have any kind of conversation. So obviously this is where everything fell apart. Well, that's a mistake too. (laughs) He had a conversation with you and then you're like, I guess we're done with conversations forever. Like, right. Like he basically told you, I have fears about this getting serious. And then you go, well, it seems okay. So I guess I'll just forget that ever happened. Right. To me, what she should have done was said, she should have reevaluated the relationship at that point. Instead of she, instead she's just taking hints from him about what he wants, right? About what he's doing, interpreting them in her own way. Oh, he's he's calling me every night. He's right. doing this. It's more like, oh, that conversation should have given you pause. Should have made <laughs> you back away, right? But whatever. Anyway. So obviously this is where everything fell apart. We went out to dinner, had a great time, came back to my apartment, immediately start hooking up. And then I stopped to be like, hey, it's still early. Let's do an activity. Because I knew he was hungover from the night before. And if we hooked up, it would be 
immediate bedtime after. This led to a shift in the mood and things started coming out. He was sorry if I wasn't happy with the plan for the evening. He isn't established career-wise slash isn't making as much money as other guys. I could be dating closer to my age, scared of relationships, etc. <laughs> This guy is throwing everything out get, there. Get the fuck you know, away from me. He's like, you, I need you know to make more I money. Say, you know what I say? Yeah. Um, you can only have one lie, not five lies. Right. This is just him going, get the fuck away from me. I, I <laughs> I'm not the right. coming over tomorrow. <laughs> I was so confused. I literally meant like, let's watch a movie and had no idea how we got here. Truthfully, I feel like I blacked out for most of it. We ended up concluding that night that we were going to continue. (laughs) We We both deleted our hinges and agreed on where to go from there. We both moved past it, even if that even got that hookup in. But in the morning, I felt really uneasy about how quickly and out of the blue it all occurred. Expressed my feelings to him and basically said, I don't want to be back in in this place in two weeks. He replied by saying that hearing me say that made him think it was best we stop. Okay. He then said he would process his thoughts and send them to me. Cue me getting text of the attached handwritten note the next day. Um, so she doesn't want it to be read, but we're going to, we can talk about certain parts of it. Okay. Um, let's, so I, Maddie so nicely transcribed the letter from a handwritten note and she just bolded the parts that I that that she thinks would be the most pertinent to the story. Right. And keep in mind, this is a handwritten note that is then right. he takes a picture of the handwritten note and texts it to her, which I find <laughs> to be its own special, right, like interesting. Kidnapped her child. Right. <laughs> Time for a handwriting analysis. Right. Okay. So she guess I, I guess my question is: Is there coming back from this? <laughs> In this situation or ever, I'm having so much trouble understanding why none of this was openly communicated to me because I would have been happy to work on it together or support him while he worked on it. And per my awareness, we were just having a great time. What legitimacy is there to someone needing to work on things alone? Or is he just not as into me as it seemed? Also extremely frustrated that it took as long as it did to even hear about his apprehension. I feel like I've gotten so much better at weeding out people who aren't emotionally available. And I got one of those typical warning signs. I got none of those typical warning signs from him. It's hard not to feel discouraged in general after a dating situation that felt like it was going in one direction. And then the exact opposite happened. Thanks for everything. Looking for a new waterproof mascara. Oh, that's sad. Well, I'm sorry but, it ended for her, but there's things that I yes, take away I, from this. I agree. I feel bad for the for the reader, but for her to say there were no warning signs when he says he had the con- she explicitly writes that he had the conversation with her uh, six weeks in, month and a half, six weeks in. Right. That was the laying the, of the groundwork. That was the warning sign. Right. Also. Also, how many warning signs do you need for a six-week relationship? It's not that long to begin with. Like, how early on could you have gotten the signs? Right. I I think there's a couple things here that I let me let me talk from I guess the guy's perspective as I'm expected to do sometimes. Where we feel too, you know, like I I think there's this. You know, when she says there's no warning signs and then he he has this talk with her where he doesn't exactly say, I don't see a future in this relationship. Like, that hurts for him to say too. And he doesn't want to believe that. He wants to sit with her and go, I do like... He's confused too. 
So he's going, I'm enjoying your time and I'm enjoying this, but I don't, you know, and then he starts talking about the ex and he's talking about work and he's talking about the, the other people in his position. It's all to say, I'm not ready for what you seem to be ready for. And I'm not ready for it with you. And right. he wants to stay where this was in two-week land. And now it's six-week land. And he's trying to let you know, I don't know if I can do eight-week land. And then you're like, well, why don't we delete Hinge? And you're like, what? You know, like. <laughs> right. That wasn't the message that I wanted to. Well, that's why I'm saying, like, and I said this one earlier when I was in the middle of reading the email, like. When he says that to you, I'm feeling weird because I just got out of the seven-year relationship. Right. To me, at eight weeks, that would be my hint that I'm more invested in. That would be my that would be the reveal on his part. And to me, that would mean I'm more invested in this relationship, even though she doesn't admit it. She says, I'm looking to just see where this goes. Like, that's not true. She wants a relationship with this person. So admit that to yourself. Right. And then admit, the truth shall set you free. I'm more invested in it than this person. I now have a concrete discussion of that. I even if she doesn't dump him, that should be her cue to move away. Right. And if and and the, that's the consequence of that conversation that she should be pulling back. And if he asks her why she's pulling back, she can say, "I'm hesitant because I'm I'm more invested. Be real, be vulnerable. I'm more invested in this relationship than you are." And I don't really want to get more involved with you if you are not ready for a relationship because that's what I want. Um, that's what I'm looking for. You know what the difference between what you just said and her whole email is you spoke in I terms. You said all right. the things you just said. I, I, I. I want this. I feel this. I do this. This woman who I think she's got to stop. Count. When you're six weekend with someone, it's still I land. We ain't in we land. She writes. Right. Do We're not going to work out together. No. Yes. I, you, I have feelings. Not we, not us. She writes, do people, her title is, do people really need to work through things alone? Yeah. You need to start working through your own feelings alone. You need to start going, do I like him? Do I want to be with someone who's sitting there going, well, I'm not sure I was in a seven-year thing. Okay, it sounds like you're not ready for me. I need to be with someone who is sure. And I think if she's, I think she's starting this, pro, you know, you are a couple, you are, the, but she keeps doing this we thing and it's like, you're not there yet. You both have your own living spaces, your own needs and wants, and you're trying to find someone who can fill those things for you. But He's not doing that, and you're. She keeps talking, and we. I, I think it's so interesting the way you talked about it. Yeah, I mean that's after years of doing this show. I don't. I, I don't know if I would have had before doing this show like the wherewithal to think about relationships in that way. But I think that's just the most important part of dating and finding someone is like is again is being honest with yourself and being honest with the other person. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It 
It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down. And you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble. And it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems, and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and every body. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com, now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches, and honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way, because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com betches now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, shopify.com betches. So much of what I used to do dating was sell the other person, you know, be that cool girl who was like down. Yeah, I'm looking to see where it goes too. Or like I'll, we can, you know, whatever you tell me what your problem is and then I'll change around to make it work for you. Right. And, and And that's not only is that not work, but it's not hot. Right. Right. (laughs) What's hot is like, what's hot actually, what makes the other, will make the other person more attracted to you. Actually, if that's still your goal and I don't know if it should be is, oh, I'm turned off by that, by you saying that. 
that's not good for me. So I'm going to divest in you. And like, that's what a secure person does. It's much easier said than done. But I would imagine if that happened with you, you would be like more attracted to a person who was acting like that. And again, I don't know if that's the goal. It's a little gameplay. Right. But I do think that's the natural, like part of the reason people aren't attracted to you when you do that kind of thing is because sort of similar to what we were talking about and oversharing. It's like, you just tell me what we need to do to make this work and I'll do it. Like that's not a sexy thing. Right. And it's, it comes down to like, and, and here's the the other side of that guys are going to be agreeable with you. The reason this is relatable is, there's a lot of women going, I've had that conversation. He he said, let's delete Hinge. And then a week later, we broke up is because in that conversation, are you speaking for yourself and telling someone what turns you off? Are you willing to walk away from negotiations or are you negotiating just to get a deal? Like, it sounds like a lot of her talks with him were just to get back to so we're together, right? right? Like, If that's your only option in the conversation... You're not negotiating. You're not even having a conversation. You're just getting to the most comfortable place for both of you. Most comfortable place for him is you shutting the fuck up. Most comfortable place for you is you getting him to go, no, let's delete Hinge. Now we feel better for one night. It's not a long-term solution. Yeah. And I just don't think like telling someone what they want to hear so that you can prolong this. Prolonging the situation isn't isn't resolving the situation. Right. They're, well, they're like, both telling each other what still, they want to hear. You know, like right. it, it is like I, I to take her side a little bit, like, yes, he is saying, let's delete Hinge. And she says, he's calling me. Yeah. He's a human being who likes you and thinks you're cute, but he can't get himself to the next level. Right. Where did he say, let's delete Hinge? When did he say that? When she said, when they were having the weird conversation? She said he they deleted it together on the same night, like, they were doing <laughs> she's like i'm gonna delete mine what are you are you gonna are I'll you gonna do, she wrote what, okay truthfully, truthfully i feel like i blacked out for most of the conversation so she blacked out and then we ended up concluding the night that we were going to continue we both deleted our hinges and agreed on where to go from there no you didn't agree to go from there you right. did something that was tangible which i totally understand you're like okay hinge has been deleted you can go to your brunch table now and go we're good hinge is deleted And I get it. I mean, it's hard, right? Like, it's very hard to be, like, honest with yourself in these situations. Because you've already... And what happens after a month and a half, a lot of the time for women, especially if you're sleeping with someone, is you have this story that you've built about them and where your relationship is going. Mm -hmm. So you're now kind of, like, attached to the story of, like, this guy could be my new boyfriend and it's going so well when it hasn't gone so well with anyone else. And I really, like... You're, like, invested in it to the point where you're like irrationally making concessions that you shouldn't be making. Well, on the other side of that, he's going, oh my God, she thinks I could be her boyfriend. Oh my God, she's she's into me. Oh my God, I'm not there. I want to be there. I like her, but I, oh, this is, I'm going to be the dickhead who, she keeps asking me for answers. She gives no answers, you know? <laughs> What an- what, he- what answers does 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 he want from her? Hey, I like you, and if you don't do this, I gotta leave. Right. I mean, that's the hottest way to negotiate in anything. Right. It doesn't matter what you're negotiating. Right. Like Judge <laughs> Shooty. Right. Do the ju- This is my number. Let's have lunch. Right. That's- Take it or leave. <laughs>
<laughs> that does that did make me hot for Judge Judy. I gotta say, that's what, there is yeah. something very hot about like right. this is what I want. If you can give it to me, great. If, if you can't, then like boyfriend or fuck off. Right. Like I don't know what to tell you. And that's there's I'm, I'm saying like that. You think it's like by doing that you end it, and you probably do. But there is something to be said about like people being attracted to people who aren't going to put up with anything that they do no matter what. Right. And, you know, at least, you know, tan- you know, she wanted tangibility from like the leading hinge. If you tangibly say, hey, if you can't do this, this and this, then I got to go. Right. Then he goes, oh, well, now I know what to do. It's not that big a deal right now. Like, and I, I guess that is something that is interesting. He speaks in all vague terms. He's like the job, the this, I was in a seven year thing. And it's like, he's speaking in vague because she is too. She keeps saying, I want a more serious thing in the future. They're probably speaking two different languages. Like she's going, she's avoiding saying this is a relationship for me and it's not that big of a deal because all I really want is to like hang out with you a couple times a week or, you know, and and do some like dates. And then he's going, Oh my God, she wants a relationship. We're already going to be. So he's getting ahead. It's all, it's, it's fucking with both. But that's good. He's doing her a favor by getting ahead. I I think that's not what she's realizing. I guess, you know, when you go, what a guy, what a guy's get scared away from. It's when you know little, so then they know little, you know, if you don't know anything about what you want today, then he's not going to know anything about what he wants either. Like he can't, you know. Right. I, I think with a lot of guys, myself especially, like you, you, you get in. I'm a fixer mode. You like, I want to just know. I want to know that I'm achieving the level. I'm not disappointing someone. So like, when someone's like, "Hey, I'd like in the future uh, to move towards serious," it's like, uh, uh, what does that even fucking mean? Right. And it, how do I evaluate if I'm on that when it's so vague? Right. So it's I'm. Like, just yeah, gonna... I eventually want to move in with someone eventually too, and be in a relationship with someone also <laughs> right. at some point. Right. So you get. So I know in my mind, I make those things larger. I go well. I'm, and then you have the women that write that go come back to you and go. Well, I wasn't looking to get married. It's like you were thinking about marriage. You know. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? What? You know. Blocked. Right. What about all the other um, shit in between? You know, like yeah. And I think the thing people don't realize is like either way you you are the winner when you say that when you when you are honest with yourself and with the other person about exactly what you want, you're the winner either way, because either they don't waste any more of your time and it ends faster, which has happened to me, Mm -hmm. or they're like, okay, I actually do want that that um, I now I know what you want and I'm able to reach that and do that for you. Right. I yeah. Listen, I hope we helped her. I think we solved dating again. I think so. I think, as we usually do. Yes. And it, Let us know. And listen, we love these Sunday specials. Share, share, share. Watch on YouTube. Enjoy. Make it your Instagram story. We love all that stuff. So, Rate, review, and subscribe. Wish Maddie a happy birthday on the Instagram. Happy oh, birthday. That's over. Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, belated. <laughs> I forgot. Belated. Belated. Yes. All right. We'll see you next week. Bye. The You Up podcast is produced by Sean Kilby, Maddie Paul, and Jorge Morales-Pico. Editing by Jorge Morales-Pico. Social media by Maddie Paul. Be sure to follow at you.up.podcast on Instagram and send us your emails to uup at betches.com. 
Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back, bringing us another scandalous and sexy season. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. In season three, longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy odds and expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Betches.